Hello once again, you people. This is Nate, and this is Nate talking to people on a podcast. Pretty simple premise. Just me, Nate, talking to people that I like to talk to, that I know I'm going to have a good conversation with on a podcast. There are a billion podcasts out there, but we like to be the one out of a billion. Um, this time around, I am joined by a good friend of mine, Jason J. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And we were before we went on the air, we were discussing kids and life. And I think the last time Jay and I saw each other in person, he wasn't even thinking about having kids yet. Proving oh I'm God. much proving I'm much older than you. But um I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, you literally were. <laughs> I don't even think I was 20 at the time. <laughs> I don't believe so. We uh little history lesson. Jay and I actually worked together at the company that was once a great place. It was once it was once powerful. It was once a, a, a money maker. It was GameStop, and those were the good days. Then, when when, when we worked together, was this when you worked there? Was it still software, et cetera? Had it changed over to GameStop by then? I, I was there for the change from software, et cetera, to GameStop. Man, that really ages us, doesn't it? It yeah. really really ages me. Um, but yeah, yeah we, PC games in the big boxes on the shelves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some video cards. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Those were the days. I mean, I, I had a blast working there like the first. Okay, so I started working for them in 2000, and I left in 2012. And I would say the first eight years I was there, I had I had fun every day when I went to work. And then it got way too much into the... The pressure. I mean, I know we had a little bit of pressure as far as reservations and stuff go, mm -hmm. but it got it, it got stupid intense right before I left, and I just couldn't take it anymore. It's like uh, my store's comping sales every single month. Isn't that what this is supposed to be about? Is sales? Why? Why is it these fucking magazine subscriptions? Oh yeah. Uh, well, GameStop makes most of their money from used sales. Mm -hmm. Definitely not hardware, and definitely not new software sales. No. But man, they push they push those reservations of games, and they push those magazine subscriptions really hard. I assume they still do that. I, I assume so too. I, I I'm in. I'm actually. I'm. I I follow a Reddit thread of GameStop just because, and it sounds like it's worse. And my thing was always. I mean, it got to the point literally where I had. We were pressuring people into pre-ordering games so much that I had people that had so many games pre-ordered, they were never going to be able to afford all of them. There was no way, you know, but you have your loyal customers that are like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it. I wonder if I still have my $5 reservation for Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> I'm sure they, I'm sure they purged it by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Used it to buy NFTs or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I wanted to let you talk about. Um, I know you're you're doing the Lego thing. Yeah, I sell Legos out of my house. I uh, I used to work IT for a mortgage company. Uh, they did some layoffs in 2017, and part time I had been selling Legos out of my house, so I made it full time. Mm -hmm. um, you probably already know, Lego is the number one world toy brand. Second is Hasbro. Lego bought out a website called Bricklink and Bricklink mm -hmm. is a third party Lego selling website. It's a marketplace where different people sell their surplus supply of Lego. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically I, I can get a hold of Lego sets at a decent rate and pull the parts 
and sell the parts separately so you can buy individual parts in bulk nice. um so yeah if, if there's a 30 dollars set on the shelf and somebody wants a horse that's out of that sh out of that set they might be willing to spend 15 20 on just the horse and save the 10 dollars you know because they don't want the other stuff right so when you add all that up add up minifigures and animals and stuff you can make a killer profit and it's a lot of fun it's a lot yeah. of fun so what is what are your uh what 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 do I say? What are the what are you, what, are, what category sells the best? Oh, Star Wars minifigures by a long shot. Mm -hmm. um, second would be Marvel superheroes. Uh, occasionally Minecraft. Um, a lot of the figures in, in Minecraft sets are pretty generic, though. They repeat Alex <laughs> so many times. Uh, <laughs> he's not ex exactly super collectible. Right. Well, that's awesome. Before before we talk about something else. Why don't you, if you want to, if you have it available, if you have it rattle off, why don't you let people know what your site is so they can find you yeah. if they're looking? It's called Blocks, Bricks, and Beyond. Thanks to Chaz Holler for that name. Ah, another <laughs> name from my past. Yeah, it's pretty clever on his part. The website is b-b-beyond.com. I'm sorry that there are dashes in it, but... You know, there's another company with uh, with those initials that stole and s swiped up all the dot coms. So mm, that was yeah. the closest I could get. <laughs> well, if you are in the market for Legos and uh, in, into uh, into that and want to hit Jason up, please do so at that website. Um, we like to I have my podcast business, my burgeoning podcast business. And my big thing is, you know, as far as stuff like this goes, those of us that know each other that have small businesses or whatever need to support each other. That's the only way, that's the only way you make it word of mouth and, and people that you know and like supporting you. That's it. Yep. That's how it starts. Um, so as far as, you know, you mentioned star Wars with the Legos, what is, what, what is your fandom right now? What are you? Cause I know we're both geeks. And, you know, for me, it's always been Star Wars. It always yeah. will be Star Wars, which which sucks because being a Star Wars fan stinks sometimes because you're literally swimming in the most toxic fandom on the planet. It is. It is it's, definitely Star Wars. Uh, fans love and hate the franchise. That's how you tell that they're fans. Well, And I'm I'm not that fan, though. Like, I just I, I there are times where like there's stuff that maybe I'll watch it. and I don't watch it again like that silly resistance cartoon. But. I don't hate any of it. I just to me, it's like you're I, I, you're literally paying money or wasting your time watching something so you can hate it. And I just have never gotten that. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, like the, 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 the sequel trilogy, did it have issues? Yes. I actually enjoyed it though. Um, like there are people that shit on <laughs> the somehow Palpatine returned thing. Okay. But anybody that lived through the expanded universe would remember that in the expanded universe, before Disney made it all non-canon, there were clones of Palpatine and Vader that returned. So what's the difference? You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe you can tell me I'm wrong. But My interpretation is that uh, Star Wars fans are so hardcore. They're so diehard 
they almost build this fan fiction in their heads exactly. and and when it's on screen and it's not what they imagine they get a little butthurt about it you know yeah they they want they, they want their own script on the screen yeah exactly and hey dude write a script then <laughs> you yeah. know that's that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying and actually if you if you if you take your fandom with star wars to another level and actually like read novels and stuff the novels and things that they've brought out actually are actually tying things together quite nicely so yeah. taking the whole picture it, it 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 makes even more sense and i understand there were the my biggest problem with the last movie wasn't necessarily palpatine has returned blah 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 the biggest problem was abrams made the first one Johnson made the second one, and then Abrams got the third one and wanted to fix things he thought Johnson did wrong. So it felt very rushed. It was almost like you could have had another movie in there and it would have been better. Does that make sense? Agreed. It, it seems like uh, there wasn't a, a particular focus for the trilogy. Like one guy makes a movie and then the other guy's like, I'm just going to do what I want. <laughs> right. <The other> guy <laughs> has to like, steer it in his direction. Uh, it's been 20 years, but I wrote a story with one of my friends. It was about a detective and we knew what the other one had planned for that character. We would take the story, write a few pages and send it to the other. And they would write a few pages. And basically we went back and forth, cock blocking each other's stories as hard as we could. And that was the point. That was the point is just to see if we could like steer the story back to where we were going. It was, it was really fun. And it sounds like that's what our friends at Star Wars do with those three movies. And again, like I said, I take them for what they are. They, I, I found them. I, were there parts where I, I was like, Ugh. but that's what I do with any movie. You know, there's, I don't, I don't like anything a hundred percent, except maybe like Pulp Fiction or Empire or something like that. But I don't know. To me, they were much better. Then, and, and I think also it comes to the fact that, and I know I, I started asking you a question and we just got off on this, but I think it also comes to the fact that in any situation, the minority anymore is the loudest. <laughs> the people, the people that are negative are usually the loudest, but they're usually the minority. You know, it's just like with politics, the loudest people are the most extreme on either side. And then that becomes the narrative, even though your average person just wants to go to work every day and make a living and support their family. And you know what I mean? I mean, and we'll get into Trump. I want to talk to you about Trump. He's a different fucking animal. Um, he's, 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 he's a slug actually, but do you want this to be a five hour podcast? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No, but um, no, but, but my original question to you was what is your big fandom right now? Like, what are you into? Currently? Oh, it's uh it's swapped. It's it's gone so many places. Uh, I just want to mention that I'm two years sober from World of Warcraft. Uh, <laughs> that narrative went pretty bad. Not uh, the the fandom was pretty toxic there two years ago with where the story went. Uh, a few years ago, I was into Game of Thrones and oh, that last season. We know how that went. Yeah. Uh, we'll avoid that. It's <laughs> not quite as toxic as the star the Star Wars fandom, but it's up there. But the new show is making up for that. It's it's a prequel and. <laughs> I think it's better than the, the the regular show. We'll see where it goes. Um, um, is is the season over yet? Yeah, it just finished a few weeks ago. Okay, because I was I'm actually funny story. I'm my wife and I like once a year, maybe twice a year, if I'm feeling particularly spicy, 
we like power watch Star Wars, like everything Star Wars, chronological order. So we have been doing that. And that's most of what, if we're watching TV, that's what we've been watching. Because I was kind of waiting for the Game of Thrones series to, to wrap up before I watched it. I just going to watch it in its entirety. So that's cool. I'm going to have to check it out. I've heard it's really good. Oh, yeah. The new one's great. I mean, if you've never even seen the original show, it, it kind of tapers off after season six. But uh, the last like few episodes is where it really drops the ball. But, I mean, I still recommend it highly. Oh, yes, definitely. I love the, I love the original. Um my biggest thing with stuff like that is the names. I never remember any of their fucking names. Like I, t- I told my wife, I was like, like, uh, I remember, I, I can, I can see the character, and I can know what the character did, and I can know everything about the character except their fucking name. I- <laughs> yeah, when you're watching those shows, you have to have a smartphone and you have to have a family tree up just to follow what the right. hell is going on. When they name, when there's six characters with the same name because they're in the same lineage gets pretty confusing mm-hmm. what did you did you watch um, um rings of power because i did watch that my wife did um i wouldn't say i'm really into the lord of the rings i i mean i you know i watched the original trilogy back in the 2000s and oh god that was uh, those of you that didn't get it experience it when those movies came mm-hmm. out they were huge they yes they blew up you'd, you'd never seen movies like this before and now it's pretty tame with all the Marvel stuff, but it was an experience. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember going to see the last one, and you're just because when I was like, I don't know, when I was in my early teens, because I like fantasy and I like sci-fi, I tried to read Tolkien, and then I was like, God, I can't read this. This is this is, I can't get through this. Like this guy spent two pages describing the bark on a fucking tree. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. So I just had given up on it. And then when they made the movies, I was so excited because I'm like, yay, I don't, I don't have to, I could be stupid and just watch the movie. <laughs> and um, so I didn't really know the story. And you're watching that last movie and it's like, you think it's over and then it keeps going. And then you think it's over and then it keeps going. It's like, There's a fourth a- movie and it's the ending to the first three. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> seriously it's 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 like the i was i was in, it's one of those movies you're in the theater and you're like i've had to pee for like seven and a half hours at least it feels that way but you've got to see how frodo and sam are going to wrap up their relationship <laughs> are they gonna elope or are they, right. they're gonna run off together yeah are the rings gonna take on a new meaning like yeah, yeah. is that now our wedding rings what's going on here <laughs> but yeah i just i don't know and again i liked the movies i do not like you, like you kind of said, I'm not like a hardcore fan of it though, because those are movies that I don't even watch every year. Like I might watch them every couple of years, but the 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 Rings of Power series was pretty good. I I, I liked it. it. It took a couple episodes to get going, but it's definitely I'm, worth checking out. I'm eventually gonna give it a shot. I just oh, there's so many shows on my plate right now, and it, it gets worse every year with all the new streaming services. Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean netflix and hulu are enough to keep you busy but you throw in like prime and disney and uh paramount yeah oh yeah there's there's so many of them now there's good shows on all of them that's the thing yeah yeah i think i use prime the least to be honest i think prime gets the least mileage actually no i take that back netflix gets the least mileage really yeah um i just I don't know. I, I, 
There, actually, as a matter of fact, I don't even have an active Netflix subscription because I was getting to the point where I was. I didn't feel like I was using it unless Stranger Things or something like one of the few shows that I actually watch on there. So we do the whole thing where, you know, like I let my mom use my Hulu and I use her Netflix. And I know they, they're trying to nip that shit in the butt. But um, yeah, I don't use Netflix as much as near as much as I used to. It's it's great for stand up comedy. Mm. There there's touche touche. There yes. are so are many right. stand up specials. I ran out. Netflix started recommending me comedy stand up in Spanish, which <laughs> um, other languages comedy it's it's kind of hard to follow, especially when you get into different cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the humor doesn't always translate. I have Even to t- read subtitles. Um. All right. So I guess we'll just we'll just dive into it. Because it's actually a topic that I, I wanted to ask you because I we talked about toxic like fandoms and stuff, but toxicity is, is like the name of the game in America now, which is awful. And I think I think we're turning a corner. I hope we're turning a corner. The last elections might have proven maybe people are waking up. Um, maybe the people on the fringe are going back to the fringe and that's where they're going to be. Oh, if the midterms or anything, yeah, it sounds like a lot of the fringe candidates that they pretty much all lost. Yeah, I think I think that I think that the I think that more people on the right that were bamboozled and hoodwinked by Trump's grifter ass <laughs> were more of those people paid attention to the January sixth hearings than Fox News would like you to believe. Oh, yeah, I'm sure every time that came up, they're like, by the way, Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, right, That's yeah. their go-to for everything. <laughs> it, it sure Anytime is. Trump does something bad, something embarrassing, they're just like, hey, Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's all they got. It's all they fucking yeah. got. And, and, and you he's know, not even president. He's the son of the president. Right. Who yes. gives and a I'm, shit? He's not running for office. And I'm, I'm an equal opportunity... Um, mocker i'm not saying i don't make jokes about joe biden because i don't think he was a great candidate nor was hillary a great candidate neither one of them were great candidates but either one's better than trump yeah and that's what that's one of the things before we get into his ass um biggest pet peeve with american society right now for me is is the fact that everybody feels like I, i i left every single political facebook group that I was in about five years ago because it got to the point where you couldn't say anything. You can't have a debate anymore. It's, it's, it's all political bubbles. Like me, I am, I am, I call myself an independent because I am, I am liberal socially, uh, gay rights, um, abortion rights. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm not religious fiscally a lot of times i lean toward the republican view of things so i want to vote for a candidate that i think is best not based on d or r and i think that what has happened political bubbles are my biggest pet peeve now is you you are either this or you are either that like you you cannot believe you cannot believe anything you can't you can't believe things on both sides you have to believe everything on this list or everything on this list yeah, I'm right there with you. I tried to ride the line, but it's it's pretty much impossible. If you say, if you state your belief on something, you automatically the the person you're talking to they automatically lump you into category A or category B. Exactly. It's, it's not fun. 
It's not fun. No, I try to write the line. That's why, like I said, I don't unless unless it's people that I know are rational minded people like yourself or some of my other friends that I talk to on a regular basis. Unless I know it's I, I don't even get into the politics thing, especially on social media, because the minute you say something, you're either you're either uh, a communist or a racist Nazi. You know, you can't exactly. It, I mean, and it's like it, go piss up a rope. You know, I mean, you're either I, I am, a fascist or a Nazi. That's right. That's the category. <laughs> you're a socialist. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's a like, well, commie, I, libtard or. I think You're I a racist Nazi. Uh, yeah, anyway. just because I might agree with some things that Ron DeSantis says doesn't mean I wear a MAGA hat because I would never. I would set one on fire because that's why I say he's Trump's a different animal, and I know that you're going to agree with me. There are and that's the other thing they'll do too. They'll you'll say something negative about Trump, and then they'll go well. This politician is crooked, and this all politicians are crooked. Trump is Trump is different. Trump is literally the first president in the history of our country that tried to 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 go around the peaceful transition of power. And if that doesn't make somebody not want him, and he, he shouldn't be allowed into the White House with a ticket to get into the White House. If that doesn't dissuade someone. They're either delusional. I, I hate to say it. I don't, I don't, because you can't, it's like Bill Maher says, you can hate Trump, but you can't hate all the people that support him. Agreed. Because they're human beings and, and they have been hoodwinked. I really do. It's like, it's like a cult of personality. And that's why I call them a cult. There are Republicans and then there are people in the Trump cult. Exactly. Um, if your candidate uh, puts their celebrity before what they are willing to do for the people and for the country, then they're not a politician. If if your candidate or your politician is selling swag and accessories <laughs> and part of a costume and you dress up in a costume or part of in a costume, those stupid fucking red hats, like, like a, a, a true politician, you should never worship any politician i don't care who they are i don't care if it's bernie sanders Uh, you you shouldn't worship anyone they are a public servant they are there to represent you and what you want your taxes pay those people god i'm going off on a tangent uh you you pretty much get the gist yeah well and 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 here's you know what there will be there would be people on the other side when you just said that about trump there would be people on the other side that would tell you that Democrats were the same way about Obama. And I would disagree because, and I was not, I, I think that Barack Obama is eloquent. I think that Barack Obama meant well. I don't agree with everything he tried to do. Um, I was not always positive about him when he was president, about some of his policies and stuff. But I at least can 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 identify the fact that he had the American people's best interest at heart. At least he gave, he definitely gave off that impression. Yes. And, and, and it helps him that he's super fucking charismatic. Yeah. You know, when he met with other world leaders, I, I didn't hang my head in shame and be like, Oh God, what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. What's he exactly. going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Obama, just real quick while I'm thinking about a side note, I was listening to Dana Carvey. Okay, on a podcast. I don't remember what show it was on. 
But uh, he does one with David Spade, and I love it. I have not listened to that yet. I, I heard uh, that it was out there in the ether. I have not listened to it yet. Yeah, though. it's great. I love the two of them. They riff off each other pretty well. I mean, they. I am pretty sure they were. I know they were both around in the '90s, but I think Spade got fired in like '95. Yeah, right, right around then. Yeah, but yeah, they were both on SNL at the same time, um, and I've heard they're great friends. And I've heard that podcast is really good too. I just have not got a chance to listen to it yet. But you're my latest recommendation for it. <laughs> um, but he did. Speaking of Obama, he does a great Obama, and he was like, uh, I cannot remember what he was on, but it doesn't matter. He said that the 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 two the two things to get down because whoever was interviewing him said you're the first person I've heard that does a really good Obama, and he said well it's just, it's, it's candy, candy yes to do a great Obama it's two candies it's Kit Kat bar <laughs> and peanut butter cup. So you Kit, go up and then yeah, you go you come Kit, down Kit, Kit Kat bar. Peanut butter cup. <laughs> and I just, I was like, that's fucking perfect. He said it's great. He, but anyway. he summarized it, yeah. <laughs> like Obama will just pause, you know, it just, yeah. just stop talking for four minutes and people are still just engaged by him. I know. I've, I've heard that Obama was polarizing, but I don't remember people wearing stupid hats or, or exactly. clothing to his, his rallies. Yes. Or, 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 what about like, what about like the <laughs> the memes with like Jesus hugging Trump? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and when when it's, like, it's at that moment Jesus knew his pocket had been picked. <laughs> he's already he's got like eagle wings behind him, or so. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? I know. It's like <laughs> it's like sloppy fan fiction. It's. It's like these old ladies uh, see him and uh, oh gosh, I can't even form a coherent thought right now because I'm just—it's so you're, funny. It's your picture, your picture—it's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus's hand is guiding his pen. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, they share so much in common. Like I'm not okay. I am not religious. I know Jesus Christ existed. I know he was a really good guy. <laughs> I do not. In any way, shape, or form, see a correlation between Jesus Christ and Donald Trump. And that is the craziest part. And the the people that love him the most are like the evangelicals. Like, I have an aunt that is very Christian. How does someone that believes in what, what Christians would call morality or Christian values or anything look at that toad? And his life and his attitude and his demeanor and how nasty of a human being he is and ever think there's anything godly about that fucking idiot. (laughs) That's why I say it's a cult. Like, he has these people fucking brainwashed. Yeah, um, I I think a lot of those people, especially evangelicals, they're looking for someone to worship. Mm -hmm. And they they do get, get sucked into that cult of personality. They want somebody to look up to and to revere. And... You know, they might revere a zombie or <laughs> born to a virgin, um, but they they might want a tangible figure, and they just cling to Trump. They they want. <laughs> it's fucking so fucking stupid. You're gonna edit out. I'm sorry. After, right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> 
It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Like I've never in my, I'm 44 years old. I've never seen it like anything like it in my life. I know like you, you hear Democrats now who 20 years ago hated W. You hear oh, Democrats no. now going, I, I would give my arm and leg for George W. Bush at this point. Remember when Mitt Romney was, was crazy. He was far out there. And now yeah. he's like the leftist leftist right. candidate he's, of that whole party yeah. Mitt Romney and Dick yeah. Cheney's daughter <laughs> no, are the voices no of reason yeah <laughs> bring back the Mormon we need some sanity <laughs> fucking Christ uh, <laughs> I hate it here no it's like I don't know it's just it's so stupid and like for me I I loathe I loathe the Clintons I was never a fan of them I was never a fan of Bill when he was president. Well, I good. Was, as I, long as you're not friends with them, you won't end up. <laughs> yeah. As long so as you they, publicly criticize them, you should be okay. As long as you're not an aide <laughs> or claiming to have uh, Bill's baby or something, you should right. be fine. Yeah, should be okay yeah. until they hear this podcast. But yeah, like you, I voted for Hillary because like it was like Trent, Jesus Christ. And then um, um, obviously I voted for Biden again. Not a big fan. I was, you know, I've never. He he always was like he's a mid. He's a, I don't know. He's he was, the broccoli of candidates. Like, <laughs> and I, I don't mean he's a vegetable like some people would take it. I mean that he is like so vanilla, so milk toast. It's not like people were passionate about him. They're like, right. well, he's what we got. Exactly. So, Here's him and this black lady cackling behind him. Who disappeared immediately after he was elected? Like, yeah, where is yeah. she? I remember. She, I I see Michelle Obama more than I do Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the problem is she was. That's that's one of the Democratic Party's biggest problems, and it's because they much like much like the Republican Party, which caused the Trump problem. They 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 spend all this time catering to the the far reaches because the far reaches are the loudest. So in other words, they have to check boxes. Mm -hmm. They can't, they can't, they can't say, all right, let's find the most qualified candidate. Now they have to say, let's find the most qualified candidate, but it has to be a woman <laughs> and she should probably be black. And if she's gay, that would be extra. And yeah, you, they didn't, you, she didn't tick that box. I know I was disappointed. Come on. <laughs> I just she's got all her working limbs. and That's why. <laughs> That's why there's there's just there's there's a lot wrong on both sides, and I mean Trump's the biggest wrong. Um, if the Republicans can dump his ass, which, like I said, I'm thinking that a lot of people are distancing themselves. It's kind of like death by a thousand cuts, or mm -hmm. a hundred cuts. You know, the the insurrection wasn't enough for people to be like, okay, uh, maybe this guy's crazy. It's like you start getting into the tax fraud and hanging out with Kanye and. Mm -hmm. And this past week, saying we should we should eliminate the Constitution; it shouldn't even exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, and you know what's funny is that's kind of tame compared to the stuff he's done in the past. Like, who keeps classified documents that oh, and <laughs> and claims them as their own property? But at first they were planted, but then yeah. they're his property. And the thing how ironic! How ironic that his social media platform is called Truth Social. <laughs> I know he was trying to be as ironic as he could. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, 
man. I think he's got COVID brain, though. Have you ever seen <laughs> went on there and seen like the nonsense babbling? He just goes off on these oh. tangents, like he. I made it. I made. I made. And it, people, people that are on the other side call it Trump, Trump derangement syndrome. I call it know your enemy. I, yeah. I, I made a Truth Social account, and he's the only person I follow, <laughs> just because know your enemy. What is the fucking clown saying today? Yeah. And I think I think I think I think Elon Musk I think Elon Musk reinstating his Twitter could be a good thing because the more insane shit that he says the worse it's going to be for him because he's like I said he's getting to the point now where I think because before he was just essentially what he did to get elected president was he appealed to all of the hillbillies that didn't like that we had a black president that's what he did he appealed to those people that's what that's what make America great again actually translated to. That was the point. Am I wrong? That's the point. Yeah. We, you know, it's like that. I just did a whole Motley Soup podcast episode with my wife about how the fact that I hate the expression the good old days. What that's the worst. Days? What good old days when black the people Re were slaves? The Reagan era? Are you yeah, or, or the 50s where men just beat their wives and it was yeah. okay. You know, yeah. get back in the kitchen. Like, what? What are you talking about? The good old days. I don't understand that. It's a well, everybody going expression. to the steel factory or, or uh, going in the coal mines and getting lung cancer. Yeah, this is that. I'll go far back farther. The Inquisition. <laughs> like, when were these fucking good old days that these idiots talk about? Oh, that's when it was. When when it was okay. You know, when it was when the best thing to be was a white male. And I'm not saying that white males shouldn't be proud to be white males. I don't have, I don't shame myself. I'm not one of those people, but I'm talking about the mentality that diversity is bad. Diversity isn't bad. It's bad when it's forced. Like I was talking about the check the boxes thing. Yeah. Exactly. Diversity is important, but you can take it too far, you know? Yeah. And now I went off on a tangent. I apologize. I promise uh, you. We could week. probably go off for another hour if you want. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure we'll. I'm sure I'll have you on again yeah. because the can't the the presidential election is two years away, so we'll have plenty of the the slug to talk about. But to <laughs> if he round... doesn't cheeseburger himself to death before. <laughs> I, I'm surprised now. he hasn't yet. I literally was saying, like, the minute Obama or the minute Biden became president, the minute the minute they took the toilet paper and wiped Trump out of Washington. I said to my wife, God, I hope he dies before the 2024 <laughs> campaign starts because I can't do this again. I don't know <laughs> how lethal is Adderall and cocaine. Is that, <laughs> that a toxic combination? Because <laughs> like when, his when little it, ramblings, that that's what it feels like. Like, man, take this dude's pipe away. <laughs> <laughs> when Ivana Trump, when Ivana Trump died, it was like Trump passes away. Oh, what a great headline. Ah, wrong one. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Dump her body on a golf course. <laughs> so at, would have wanted I'll... it that way. <laughs> we will close out the show here um, with what I call the five. And this, this will probably take another 20 minutes too. And that's fine. Um, but it's, it's five questions that I ask every guest on the show, um, to round out the show, just because this is kind of a, a personality thing, uh, anything you want to talk about in these, these topics or what have you. So Jay, what, who is your favorite musician at band or musician? And that'd be 
currently or all time or whatever. And you don't have to be specific because I know, like, if you're like me with music, it's fluid. You it's, know? Yeah, it's very fluid. It's a, it's a genre. I listen to a lot of heavy mm-hmm. metal from Sweden. I don't know. I, I should uh, do a 23andMe and find out if my ancestors came from Vikings or something, but <laughs> I like a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly listen to Octane and Turbo on Sirius XM. It's just modern rock and classic rock, quote unquote, from uh, when I was a teen, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the, uh, the 90s and 2000s. Um, I don't have a favorite band of all time. I would say that Metallica was definitely my gateway band as a teenager. Right. And if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have branched out and found everything else. And I, I was going to, I was actually, you said Metallica and they're up there for me. Like, I mean, my, my favorite, my favorite, my go-tos are probably, if I had to pick two, it'd be probably Pearl Jam and Tool. Um, yeah. But it, it, making me feel super old, I just saw Pearl Jam's Facebook page yesterday. They posted the Vitology was 28 years old this week. I'm like, oh, fuck man. me. Yeah. It, it literally is classic rock now. It's like, it's like, it's like better man, better man to my kids is like me listening to Stairway to Heaven when I was their age. Time is so fucked up. But anyway, um, the, the, um, uh, I was going to say, there was something you said that made me, oh, like, I, I'm all over the place. Like, Spotify can't, Spotify doesn't know, it, it thinks it knows me, but it can't pin me down. Like, Spotify is like, okay, so you listen to Johnny Cash, and then you listened to Tool, and then, you know, it's like, I can't find a genre. I don't have a genre per se, but I have go-tos. Yeah, I mean, if I'm listening to the radio and Metallica pops on, I'm not going to turn it. I'm going to be like, oh my god, it's Metallica. Well, unless it's something from St. Anger. And you can <laughs> tell that by the snare drums, the trash cans. Uh, yeah. yeah. If I hear trash cans clanging, I, I swap stations. <laughs> and you know what? That That's what I was going to say. I was going to post something the other day and I forgot to because when I thought of it, I was at work. Then by the time I got home, I didn't. I I have never understood, never understood the hate for Load and Reload because I think they're fantastic albums. If it weren't for Load, I wouldn't have got into music at all. I don't take that for what it's worth. If that's bad, if that's it's bad, if that's good. It's, it's not. Good. It's not. It's and the problem with the Metallica thing. Let's go back to toxicity here. The problem with the Metallica thing is the guys that, and I, and I did, I mean, I was younger. I was probably like preteen or whatever, 10 or 11, but I knew of them. Like the, the Metallica, you know, the black album or whatever you go back and then they have aged. They have, they have, their music has matured as they have matured. The guys that were like the metalheads that really liked them back in the day hated it because they changed. My my problem with that premise is, why wouldn't they change? They got older. I would much rather listen to and see Metallica change their musical style as a band as they age and their music get different as they age than Steven Tyler looking pathetic at 70 years old, still wearing tights and a scarf around his head and doing the same fucking music he's done since the 1970s. Well, so you, there's... Uh you can't come off the black album and try to top it. You've got to reinvent yourself. And I imagine uh, bursting into flames is a pretty sober experience. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, too bad that can't happen to DJT. All right. 
Favorite movie movie genre? Oh man, I like fucked up movies. Uh, I wouldn't say horror. I wouldn't say comedy. I like I like dark movies. Um, watched a movie the other night called Proxy. Another movie called Blue Ruin. Finally got around to Hereditary. Oh, Hereditary is great. Yeah, I like watching movies where you walk away and you're like, you have to reevaluate your life and right? what you just witnessed. <laughs> you have an existential crisis. You know you've seen a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. And it, again, I it's it, sometimes I don't. There are times that I don't know if there are because because of age and time. Like I said, being so weird, I don't know if there are things that I don't like now because I'm old, or older, or because I'm right. And the, I'm getting to a point. Like for me, I love comedy movies, but there hasn't been a good great comedy movie since Forty Year Old Virgin. Um, my wife and I watch. Uh, Obviously, I watch a lot of sci-fi, but and fantasy. But my wife and I watch a lot of horror films. So we're big horror film fans. The thing that's great about horror movies is it's either a good horror movie or it's a comedy. Because a bad horror movie is just a comedy, whether it wants to be or not. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. like you know the movie. Have you ever have you ever actually progressively watched all the wrong turns? Uh, no, I have not. But. By the time you get to wrong turn five, it's the most ridiculous fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. And it's great. It's an awful horror movie. But again, it just became a comedy because it's that bad. I think the first one had the chick from Buffy in it. And what was her mm. name? Uh, Elijah Dushku. Yes, Dushku. Yeah. Dushku. She was, <laughs> she was supposed to be a big deal. Not so much. Yeah. I wonder what happened to her. <laughs> I don't know. Dushku away. <laughs> Uh, who, who's your uh, who's your favorite comedian? Hands down, Bill Burr. Yeah, uh, oh, second would love, be a Jim Jeffries. I love Bill. Uh, I would say George Carlin, but mm -hmm. I've kind of I've kind of branched out. I've seen a lot of stand up, and I've went mm -hmm. to a lot of shows. And Bill Burr, hands down, when he when you see him live, he will rip your town a new asshole, mm -hmm. and it is the funniest thing. I'm, I live in <laughs> Indianapolis, and he was just ripping on the Colts and ripping on Mike Pence really hard. And it was so entertaining. <laughs> F is for family is great. Yeah. Oh yeah, I binged that. I um, went all the way through that, and it never declined in quality. No, it's kept oh, going. It's so good. It's so if good. They would have kept right. it going. I would have kept watching. You know. You're right. His stand up is great. His um his podcast is great. Um, he modern. Okay, so Carlin, you mentioned Carlin. To me, Carlin's not a comedian. I, as I've grown older, I and obviously I've watched a lot of Carlin. Um. I've seen it all a million times. He's one of my favorites, but he was, he was a philosopher disguised as a comedian. Yeah, definitely. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Yeah. So it, for me, I love, I love, I love uh, Rodney Dangerfield, Norm MacDonald. I miss Norm. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. I mean, and just the simplest things with Norm, like um, um, I support podiums. That's something I can really get behind. <laughs> And just little things like that. Just he was so good. Um, and he was a smart ass little quirk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quirky grin. Modern guys, I like. I, you talk about dark. You talked about dark with movies, dark comedy. Anthony Jeselnik's great. Oh yes, yeah, I like him too. Um, I've not seen him live yet. He's still on my list. Mm -hmm. um, I am a fan. I am a fan of uh, of uh, uh, the Two Bears One Cave gents, uh, Burt Kreischer and uh, 
and uh, Tom Segura. I really like them. I've, I've seen Tom Segura. I have not seen Bert yet. Uh, no, I, I I had to miss him um, because of work. He was actually in our area. I think he was in Fort Wayne last year sometime or earlier this year, but it didn't work out where I could go. Um, I wanted to see him because he's really funny. Um, the, But yeah, I mean... Anybody with this kind of confidence to go shirtless, man. I props. Just that alone. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> that alone. Um, if you could be alive in any period of time, when would it be? I like the present. Um, I don't have to worry about the Black Plague. Uh, you know, the AIDS threat's pretty much over. Uh, I, I know I don't like the threat of nuclear war. And the planet is trying to kill us because uh, it has a fever. Yeah. <laughs> you throw off the, the pH balance of the ocean and dump trash into it. And lo and behold, the weather goes apeshit, you know? Like... <laughs> yes. The, the, the planet is trying to kill us because we're trying to kill it, folks. Just yeah. FYI. Some cities are so buried in smog and you're like, no, we can't be doing it. That's not us. No, the you know these record floods that's not that's not from us that's not from the smog that's yeah. that's just nature doing its thing <laughs> really millions of cars on the roads spewing gas spewing dead dinosaurs and uh, the earth is just doing its thing like we're killing we're killing it dude it's the, the only thing is like what can you do about it and i i don't think there's a lot we've I mean, gone pa- we've gone past the point of being able to do anything about it i think we can unfortunately for for maybe like our grandkids or great grandkids i think we can mitigate the destruction a little bit so at least you and i can die first (laughs) but i i I think we've pretty much set this thing on its on its uh course to course course correction anyway Um, yeah my my retirement plan instead of saving for retirement is just to die before i hit 65 (laughs) i actually have a bet that i that the earth society won't be around by then and you know retirement will kind of doesn't matter if there's social security or not we're not gonna be here anyway i need steam games i won't ever play (laughs) the uh the the one that always gets me is like when people are like uh um you know i want to live i would i would want to live in the the victorian era or it's like oh yeah the crotch rot and the uh, yeah the, the I, living I'm, to the ripe old age of 30 <laughs> dying, of, right. dying of gout yes oh and the smell the smell is wonderful yeah oh, and then people just dump their shit out the window and yeah <laughs> whatever but i think you're right I, I i think i think for me it would either be in the in the era or in the era we're living in now or the farthest i'd go back would be the 90s like the time when i was a teenager I, you know, I dug the nineties. The nineties were good. Things were pretty generally pretty okay. I miss not having social media. I'll tell you that. Oh boy. I liked it when boomers didn't have a voice <laughs> before Facebook. Those, those Donald Trump memes. It is to see, you know, sentences with five exclamation marks at the end and see the word amen a million times, you know. I miss the days before social media. <laughs> Improper punctuation. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. <sighs> and the spelling sometimes. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I remember ten years ago saying, "Man, if my mom ever gets Facebook, I'm done." 
and she's had Facebook for a few years, and I was just like, fuck, I'm too dependent on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because, like, I have I have a um, – I have – Facebook's the best place to promote things. So, obviously, I spend a lot of time on it promoting um, podcasts and stuff because it has the most people on it. Twitter, I have a Twitter. I've never tweeted. Um, I, I, I read I read tweets. I don't tweet. I just never, I don't know, it just never caught me. Um, I I actually recently joined Mastodon. I've heard of that. I have it, not. It's not up. terrible. It's not terrible. It hasn't gotten poisonous yet, you know. Um, Until Elon buys it. Right. <laughs> Richest Mastodon. man on earth could cure poverty, and he's like, nah, I'm going to troll liberals. I'm just, I'm just going to troll liberals. I'm going to have plow $40 billion and just ruin their good time. <laughs> What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Final question. Do you believe in God? Why or why not? I used to. I don't anymore. I discovered Reddit about 10 years ago and all the memes got to me. It started making me question a lot. (laughs) So it's it's funny when I was a kid, I didn't know as much. And that's why I kind of believed in things. And it's like the more I learned about religion and started studying it, the more I was like, yeah, not for me. I'm out. Yeah, and same here. I am. I am. I am not a believer. I am. I guess I'd say an atheist, agnostic, agnostic. I don't like that one because it's like, ah, come on, make up your fucking mind. You know. There is a sense. section. There's a section called agnostic atheist where you're you don't believe in God, but if you were ever presented proof, you would change your opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's. I think that's the perfect way to describe yourself. That's, is yeah, agnostic dash atheist. You just you're you're waiting. You're waiting for the burden of proof. What got me, what got me and the reason I don't believe, first of all, it's just uh, the central, the central beliefs of it. I mean, if you, as you get older, and like you said, I mean, when I was a kid, probably into my teens and maybe even in my early twenties, I, I believed I wasn't religious per se, but I believed in it. And then as you get older and you start to actually read and <laughs> study things about the fact that there have been religions like Christianity long before Christianity existed. They had a lot of the same stories. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and, and I was always fascinated by religion because I was, my family was, my parents were not religious, but they sent me to Catholic school through elementary school. And then I went to public school for high school. But anyway, they paid for you to study mythology. Ew. Essentially. Yes. Um, they, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're absolutely right. I look back on it now, but I was, I, and I look back on it now and I, I see, I see things where I see, have little memories in my head of like them teaching religion class and me, even at like 11 years old, questioning things and the nuns being pissed or whatever. And well, even if we did have a creator, I don't think, I don't think a little book lit, written in a dead language could like summarize I think if there were a God, it would, it would be the, the God would be so crazy powerful and hard to explain. And we, it would melt our minds to, right. To, to glimpse into the power or, or whatever, you know, with the, mm-hmm. the size of the universe and it would and, melt our brains. Nah, no, and then, no. Right. And then, and then I like, I, I, I studied all religions. I, like, I, I am totally into, I'm not religious, but I'm into religion. It fascinates me. The mind control, 
the the the, the different beliefs and how things fleshed out. And I love the whole, you know, the 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 entire premise of if you were born in India, you would believe completely different than someone that was born in New York to a Catholic family. So why are you right? And he's wrong or whatever. You know what I mean? It's exactly. just yep. so pretentious. And then, and then I really got into like in my late twenties and into my thirties, I really got into uh, Bill Maher and his, his views on it. And, and he's an atheist. And then that led me to Sam Harris Sam Harris is great. Yeah. Sam Harris very is very scientific, very logical. He's yes, he's almost a robot. But I do yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I listen to his podcast, but he's got to have a he's got to have a guest with a little bit of energy. Yeah, or as as smart as he is and as interested as I am in what he's saying, he kind of he drones on a little bit and kind of you know it's like reading Tolkien. <laughs> It's like this is great, but I'm if you, you're losing yeah. If you me, took I'm... a robot and and made it do mushrooms, you would come up with Sam Harris. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. Well, trying it, to understand reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jay, it has been fantastic to have you on the show. This has been fun. And um, if you want to let everybody know just one more time where they can find you um, and your business, just so it's All out right. there. Blocks, Bricks, and Beyond, b-b-beyond.com. There's over 300,000 Lego parts and 2,600 minifigures for your choosing. Um, I've been around for about seven years now. I work outside. I, I work from my house and I have a blast doing it. And I, I hope to see you shoot me a message or stop by. Absolutely. And thank you again for joining me on the show. I can, I totally appreciate it. And we're definitely going to have to do it again. Cause like you said, this is like an onion. We probably could have went for a couple of hours. Um, yeah. You know, 20 years of not talking. At the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get the old, the whole GameStop old crew together. Yeah. Get Derek and Chaz and everybody together and do a show sometime. That would be amazing. Um, oh, yeah, it would. Yep. But that is going to be it for us, ladies and gentlemen. And like my hero, Groucho Mark says, we must be going. Now I'd like to say a few words. Hello? I must be going. I cannot say I came to say I must be going. I'm glad I came, but just the same, I must be going. La la. For my sake, no, you must stay. If you should go away, you spoil this party. I am through it. I'll stay a week or two. I'll stay the summer through. But I am telling you, I must be going. Can you say? In fact, I'll even stay. Good. But I must be going.